1: week four in the nfl almost all the way behind us lots of good games we had in store for us over the weekend and we're going to talk about them but you know the biggest thing on our minds the main headline that's taking over the nfl taylor swift and travis kelsey we're getting into all of it and so much more outkick the morning starts right now Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Here we are again. The weekend always goes so fast, doesn't it? Especially when you have lots of NFL football to keep you occupied, also for the college football fans out there. Uh, I'm Charlie Arnold. Super excited to have you here with us. And I'm super excited to be joined by, once again, former NFL player, former Jet, who, of course, going to shed light on all the things, Eric Coleman. How are you doing? I'm
2: doing great. I'm glad to be in here with you again. Uh, it was a great weekend of football.
1: A great weekend of football. Uh, you were at the Jets game, which would make sense, right?
2: Yeah, I took my son. My son is a, a huge Patrick Mahomes fan, so you know I promise I'll take him to the game. We had a great experience. He got actually got a picture with Patrick Mahomes, got his autograph. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. I was like... Fangirling. And that's probably
1: like a, a bucket list moment, not only for your son but also for you, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I, I who was you more excited? You or your son? I think I was more
2: excited. My heart was beating <laughs> out of my chest. I was nervous. I, was, my eyes started to water. Uh, up. Okay. I didn't cry though. I didn't cry. No. I Held it together.
1: Everyone, let, let's just let's just take a moment to realize what's happening here. <laughs> Eric almost cried meeting Patrick Mahomes. Almost. Remember cried. our conversation from last week when it's acceptable for a man to cry. This. Unfortunately, Eric might have to go on the unacceptable list. Well,
2: I, I thought about our conversation, and I was like, I got to hold myself yeah. together because. what if some and what if someone took a picture?
1: It. Oh my God, you'd be you'd be over. Be you over. wouldn't have been allowed on the show today.
2: Oh well, I uh, didn't held it together. You,
1: you did hold it together, so that's why you're here. <laughs> um, okay, but let's also talk about what everyone else was talking about last night. Um, listen, we're going to get to the fantastic performance by the Jets mm-hmm. because we we can't neglect to talk about that. It was something uh, that no one was you know, expecting to see last night at MetLife Stadium, especially against the Chiefs. But what everybody was there for, I mean, and we'll have evidence of that in just a few <laughs> minutes, was the fact that Taylor Swift was in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, her rumored boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, uh, she was there to show her support. And uh, she was there with her celebrity friends. And I, it's just, it's it's a storyline that has truly taken over the NFL. Like, in the craziest of ways, like even the NFL's Twitter Their official account has (laughs) Taylor Swift... On the banner now, it, it's just a little strange.
2: Yeah, it's very strange, and I don't quite understand it. I think it's really cool. Uh, the stadium was electric last night. The Jets did an amazing job with the ambiance. They turned down the lights, and everyone had like flashlights. But that wasn't for everything. Taylor, right? It wasn't. For, it seemed like it was for like <laughs> they a Taylor played Swift Taylor concert. Swift music,
1: that would have been insane. Yeah, but it was. It was surprise. It, you're it was at a Taylor re- Swift concert, not the Jets game. Right,
2: right, and everyone would have been happy. But it, it was crazy because they, they did the national anthem. The game starts, and as the game starts, half the fans are looking up behind us in the booth. Everyone's trying to get a picture of Taylor Swift and you would think that she was gonna step down and like, you know, escalate from the from the. Oh yeah, like she's strapped the, <laughs> up and she's just like
1: hovering hovering over the field. Yeah, it, it was
2: a pretty cool moment, but uh, you know, to be able to see her, to see all the star power, there are so many stars in the building at MetLife, but you know, the performance was uh, it really backed it up. It was a close game. It was an exciting game. So I'm just glad it was it was entertaining for everyone.
1: Entertaining in so many different ways. Uh, let's stick with Taylor for a second because a lot of people were. You know, oh my gosh, like what's going on with her and tight end Travis Kelsey because they didn't leave the game together last time. People notice.
2: Yeah, people notice that they didn't leave the game together. But I just want everyone to, you know, calm down about that. This is typical. When you're when you're on an away game after the game's over, you, there's a little family area, which I don't expect Taylor Swift to be hanging out yeah. with a in the family area.
1: I've been in a family area yeah, before. You've been, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's a small area that's that's you know sectioned off. Taylor Swift would have definitely ruined that whole experience. Yeah. But uh, typically, you get checked for your plane in your locker room. You go right on the bus. It takes you to the tarmac. You fly right back home. So, okay. So it's typical. So, so no, everyone no relax. Yeah, relax.
1: It's fine. They they could have. I mean, who knows? They could they could be together right now. You know, Taylor. I'm sure had her own jet. That she had access to after the game, if she wanted to like jet off to Kansas City and see Travis after the game, maybe who knows? Absolutely. Maybe they were partying all night. We don't know what happened. Yeah,
2: maybe Travis, you know, got let off on the bus and went oh. to the city and was hanging Is out. Is that? With, a, can you do that? Well, some it, it, some coaches, you know, sometimes we would go to Miami or something, and a veteran player, typically later in the season when you're having success, I think it's a little too early yeah. in the year. Some okay. coaches will say they'll give you a victory Monday but you don't get Victory Monday until about the halfway point. So if you have a Victory Monday, sometimes the coach will say, you know what, you can stay back, fly back on your own, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Well, and
1: I don't know that Kelsey necessarily would have wanted to get off, because as much as I'm sure he would have wanted to see his girlfriend, I mean, if we can even call them that, yet, we don't know, right? Right. I mean, that's that's like a serious term, right? They are like probably still in like the talk, I mean, I don't know, talking, dating, friendship dating, friendship bracelets. Um, but he was not—he was not happy with how the Chiefs played. So he probably like was like not in a good place mentally uh, because Diana Rossini was saying that after the game she had a chance to speak to him and that he was pissed. I mean, the Chiefs did 23, win twenty-three to twenty, but in his mind the offense was off last night. Like he didn't think that they had a great game. I think many people would agree. But I also, and we'll get to the Jets and you know how we're looking at it from their perspective. But you know he probably wasn't in the mood to to hang out and you know. Yeah, do whatever. And I don't blame Taylor you Swift know, you last look night. Look at the
2: Chiefs and what they've been doing. Uh, they won forty-one to ten, I think, the, the previous week. They've been putting up big numbers, been very explosive. But they played against a great Jets defense, so that's going to limit what you can do. But
1: also, they lost against the Lions in Week One. They did. So lose they've against been the like Lions. a little bit of a but the a Lions are a coaster. good
2: team as well. So you know, uh, you know, I, I I understand why he was frustrated after the game. He didn't get to score a touchdown. He didn't get to do. I'm sure he had a big dance planned for for the Big Apple, uh-huh. but. Uh, Thankfully, the Jets kept him out of the end zone.
1: Okay, so I actually I have to go back to um, to Taylor for a second because you obviously have played on a team and you've had teammates who probably have dated celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to I have to ask: Is there any type of rivalry like among the women on the team? Because Taylor is taking all the shine from all of the Jets' wives and girlfriends, uh, which we know you know, also, like, opposing teams, mm-hmm. right? Like, Brittany Mahomes always wants the spotlight. Do you think Brittany Mahomes is jealous? Because I know they did a girls' dinner. Yeah. Um, But it was probably, like, Patrick was probably, like, hey, Travis, <laughs> can you ask... Taylor to include Britney because Britney's at home like bitching me out constantly that she's not getting any attention. I don't know. percent Do you think... I mean, does that does that world exist in the WAGs' life?
2: Yeah, you know, like, game time, game day is is the wife's showcase. Everyone wears, like, their, their best outfits. They used to have star-studded jerseys, and the wives are kind of competing with each other. And when Taylor Swift comes into the fold, there no is no cares. competition. No one cares about They're what like, you eh. look like. They don't care eh. what kind of bag you have. So I'm sure... Taylor
1: Swift could roll up in literally a trash bag. Yeah. And she would still get all of the She's attention. She's still on the show. She's yeah.
2: running the whole show. So yeah, I'm sure uh, you know Patrick Mahomes said, you know, Travis, do you think we can connect them together because she typically gets all the attention. She's not getting any. Oh, yeah. I don't like I don't like dealing with that. Well,
1: yeah, and then I'm sure Travis wants to earn points from Mahomes even though they're I know they're already super tight, but it never hurts to get extra brownie points from your quarterback, right? That's yeah. probably the the one person you really want to be like, okay, like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So yeah, maybe there was what, definitely some behind the scenes. Maybe that's
2: why Mahomes uh maybe that's why Mahomes didn't throw Kelsey a touchdown yesterday. Maybe there's a little bit Oh, he's like
1: uh-huh. oh, he's like you know, Brittany didn't feel like she got the good seat at the dinner table. So yeah. guess why? You're not getting a good look in this game. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I guys, I have totally made this into a huge conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. Uh, the whole- I'm definitely correct. Um okay, but let's talk about the Jets. Because wow. Who would have thought? I mean, I at home against the Chiefs, uh, coming off of a dismal performance by Zach Wilson. And suddenly Zach Wilson's like, I'm sorry. Uh, Who did you think I was? I was (laughs) drafted second overall. Uh, Let me show you what I'm capable of. And he came out and he shocked everybody, statistically playing just as good, if not better than Patrick Mahomes last night. And Patrick Mahomes even went as far out of his way to give him a shout out after the game. Saying like, wow, that guy played his tail off. I'm really happy to see him doing so well. I remember seeing him play at BYU during his college days. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it it is pretty cool to get respect from your peers, especially when a guy who's at the top of his game. But... Way to bounce back if you're Zach Wilson. Last year, last week, we were sitting here talking about Joe Namath trash canning Zach Wilson yeah. and talking about how he's seen enough of him. Uh, it just shows the resilience of him, the toughness, the mental toughness of Zach Wilson. He came out, started off slow, but ended up with a great game. Uh, unfortunately, towards the end, he had that fumble, which may have cost him the game. But overall, it was a great performance by Zach Wilson. I'm proud of the way he stepped up mm-hmm. and, and competed against the greatest.
1: Yeah, uh, so people were excited about Zach Wilson. I don't know how much... Money people put on Zach Wilson last night because you don't you're not expecting that kind of game out of no. him, right? So if you, if you did happen to take the overs, good for you. Uh, hopefully you put some you know good amount of cash down because you're you're gonna have a nice dinner tonight. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of the Chiefs, you know everyone's always betting on the Chiefs. They're betting on Patrick Mahomes. With uh, the Chiefs last night, they closed as eight point favorites, and unfortunately. Mahomes had that goal line slide at the Jets' two yard line, <laughs> and everybody, I'm sure, who would put money on the game losing their minds because uh, 91% of bets were on the Chiefs, 84% of the money, according to Caesars. And this shifted millions of dollars yeah. on so many <laughs> sports books because he decided to make this move. Because otherwise, you know, you go and you get that touchdown, you get the extra point that would have put the Chiefs in the position where betters would have come out on top. So.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. And that's sure not that a
1: fun thing to have to deal with on a Monday morning. No,
2: because, you know, there's a lot of bettors who, who bet the spread, and they bet the Chiefs to cover. And when they saw Patrick Mahomes taking off towards the goal line, I'm sure everyone was like, like, yes, yeah, go score, score. And yes. then he slides on the two-yard line, and it just brought them you know, down, it just humbled them. And, and I was actually excited because I bet the Jets to cover. Oh. You know, I told all my friends, I said, the Jets are going to cover. They're going to have a great How defensive much money performance. Did, wait, did you
1: bet? Actually? I
2: didn't bet any money, but I told all are my friends. Are you allowed friends, to bet? I am allowed to bet cuz you're a former. Yeah, I'm a former player. I can bet on the games. I can do all that, but I just it's just not my my thing. I love talking about sports betting. I love giving pointers out to my yeah. friends, and I gave them that tip. I said, "The Jets are going to cover. Do not bet the Chiefs." Hopefully they listened to me. If they didn't, they lost a lot of money.
1: Wow. Well, I wonder if they're going to be coming to you for tips this week, and you're like, oh, I don't know, yeah, actually. Don't know. And then and then you give the one, and it's wrong. So this might be a one-off, or who knows? Maybe you are just— Maybe I'm just—I know what I'm talking Remember about. Remember back in the day, there was that commercial where there was that woman, and she would, like, have her crystal ball, and you could call in to get answers? What was yes, her name?
2: Um, it was, like, Dion Warwick or something. Uh, yeah. No— um,
1: Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, yes. Miss Cleo. <laughs> you're, you're the new Miss Cleo of the Mr. NFL. <laughs> Mr. Cleo. Yeah, please don't be a Miss Cleo. No. Uh, that would be the last thing that we would need here. Um, okay. We've talked about the game. We've talked about Taylor. We've talked about Zach Wilson. We've talked about Patrick Mahomes. But we haven't talked about the fans. Uh, because, as we mentioned, a lot of people there weren't even NFL plans. Even the NFL doesn't know if they're an NFL fan anymore because they seem to be shifting more into the era no pun intended, of being a Taylor Swift fan. So we sent out uh, one of the producers, Katie McDuffie, to talk to the fans to see who they were there for, the Jets or Taylor, and how much they knew about both sides. So let's see what she found out.
0: All right, girls, what team are you rooting for? The Jets, the Chiefs, or Taylor Swift? We're here. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I'm a little confused, because I'm a Jets (laughs) fan
2: have my babies.
0: Okay, so we're going to put your knowledge to the test. Oh, no. How much do you know about Taylor Swift versus Chiefs? All right, first um, question, who played in the Super Bowl last let's
1: year? Let's go to Hamlin first.
2: Chiefs and, and I don't know.
0: <laughs> who played in the Super Bowl last year? Rihanna. <laughs> All right, then name three of Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends. Oh,
1: Tom Hiddleston. Calvin Harris. Calvin oh, Harris. Yeah. And, John and John Mayer. And John Mayer. Harry Styles? And yeah, Joe Jonas. Uh, there you go. Carol uh, Loitner, Harry Styles. You have
0: to name three players on the Chiefs roster besides oh. Travis
1: Kelsey.
0: That's not happening. Mahomes, oh, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. Obviously. Take um, your time. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really want to
0: Staring at the sunset face Red lips and rosy cheeks Say you'll see me again Even if it's it's just in your Wildest dreams
1: Sitting in a white
0: dress Staring at the sunset
1: Okay. So clearly a lot of people were there for Taylor Swift. Uh, interesting. Uh, also, we we had an Aaron Rodgers sighting last night. Yeah. Let's not forget that. He was there. He was on the cart. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's going to be returning full-time to practice in about a month uh, now that he's recovering from surgery, going to get back into all the teamwork stuff, uh, probably be much more of a mentor uh, up close and personal for Zach Wilson, which will be incredible for him. And then, People are still saying that the goal is to come back before the season's over. That, of course, would mean they're in the playoffs, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, Even if they are in the playoffs, I don't see it happening. I don't think it makes sense uh, to rush back from an injury like that, especially at your age. I don't know. Am I crazy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, if he comes back this this season, he has a, a bionic leg. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been busting his butt getting back, and it was great to see him around the locker room. He was crutching around the field before the game. I'm sure that was a lot of motivation and instilled a lot of confidence in the team. But if he does come back, in my opinion, it's to make sure that he's okay for the next season. Because right now, yeah. the Jets are 1-3. Uh, they played great last night, but they're not really looking like a playoff team just yet.
1: Yeah, and and speaking of bounce backs, uh, one of the really cool things that we saw happen in the NFL yesterday was that DeMar Hamlin returned for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he was a healthy scratch the first three games of the season. Uh, last night, we finally saw him play in his first regular NFL season game since having cardiac arrest last season when they played the Bengals. Uh, he was on special teams yesterday. He didn't record any stats, but still, the fact that he was out there is really special, something to be celebrated, because a lot of people for some time didn't even think we'd ever see DeMar Hamlin back on a football field in any capacity, and here he is now back in the game. And, you know, just, From someone who's been on a team, who's probably been through your own, you know, tumultuous times with teammates, to see something like this uh, that really, I think, will forever stick in the brains of NFL fans. I mean, he died on the field for a few seconds there. This isn't like, a, oh, you hurt your ankle. Oh, you know, you you tore your ACL. This is he died on the field. And then we just saw him last night again in a regular season game. So it's outstanding. It's incredible. What, what do you think this means for his teammates?
2: I think for his teammates, it's, it's definitely getting over a huge hurdle. You know, that emotional uh, roller coaster that they went through, seeing him die on the field, come back to life, uh, get back into the facility, to see him be able to suit up in a regular season game, contribute to the team. I'm sure it was a, a big relief for the team. I'm sure they're very happy for him. And, uh, you know, it's a very emotional time when you, you, know, you think about it. I know me for myself as a player, you know, the tackle that he made when he died. When he got his heart hit, I've made that tackle a thousand times. So it just brings back a lot of emotions. And I'm so happy to see him be able to continue his life and his career. Yeah,
1: and I mean, not to, you know, say that there's any other motivation, uh, you know, to come back. But his star power, Mm -hmm. because he was in the spotlight for, you know, an unfortunate event. But still, he, you know... Attention is attention, and now people know who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas before, I don't think anybody would have ever remarked on anyone playing in their first game of the season on special teams like this. So this is this is a pretty cool story for him, and I you know I hope to see his star grow even bigger, and I hope to see him you know not just excel on special teams this season, but but get back out there, uh, you know, in other capacities as well. Uh, okay, well we have a special guest. It's a guy that you know, Eric. Yeah. Uh, big deal around here. Uh, Now let's bring in Anthony Becht, former tight end for appropriately both the Jets and the Chiefs. I feel like you're in high demand right now, Anthony. Like you played for both teams right now that everybody is talking about for many different reasons. But let's start with where we started the show. Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, they're the hot new item NFL fans are talking about them. Taylor Swift fans are talking about them. Uh, even if you're not in either of these two categories, you're probably still talking about them. Uh, what do you think about this storyline, and do you see it being a good thing for the NFL and as well as, I mean, I guess the Chiefs franchise as well?
0: Yeah, well, good morning, Charlie. Thanks for having me on, E. Coleman. Good to see you, But Well, E. knows when I played, I was a highly regarded tight end that it was the same thing. You know, My I met my wife. There was, there was a, a large gather. Who was the big singer back, Fanfare. back in 2000, 2001? But, uh, I mean, listen, guys, about clicks, right? So uh, when you get a million followers on your Instagram, uh, the, the television ratings for that game last week was close to 25 million. Um, you know, it's not a bad thing for sure. So, uh, listen, if it's real, if it's kind of just, you know, they're, they're starting out slow or whatever it may be, Taylor Swift's in the building, okay, that, that's big. And when you look at, you know, with, with Kelsey, he's an outspoken tight end who, you know, quite frankly, is is pretty popular right now. And he's in high demand not only on the field but off the field. So, again, those two together, it's a pretty pretty good power couple for for the NFL. And and as long as the NFL – listen, to me, the NFL wants the Chiefs to keep winning and the, as the more they can put them on TV and Taylor Swift's going to be there, it's going to get a lot more people following that game.
2: Uh, Anthony, so another celebrity that was at the game uh, was the quarterback of the New York Jets, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He was on the sidelines. He was talking to the team the night before. Uh, It really instilled a lot of confidence in the team. What can a guy's presence like Aaron Rodgers do for the team, particularly the young quarterback and Zach Wilson?
0: Yeah, no question. I mean, uh, you know, here's a guy that basically you watched hard knocks, you watched. Uh, the growth of what he brought to the table since day one. I think a lot of folks, when they see, you know, for instance, Tom Brady or someone go to a different team of that magnitude, you don't understand the, the connectivity that they have with their teammates and how they're trying to kind of build that camaraderie. And you've got firsthand experience watching how Aaron really galvanized not just the team, but the the trainers, the the equipment guys, you know, the the staff, everybody around to give that buzz. I think that's why everybody truly is so hurt Uh, The fact that the injury happened is, you know, you had that 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 closeness that he was able to provide. And and for him to come back, I mean, heck, he was that pace that he had walking on the sidelines with his crutches, you know, a couple weeks out of surgery. I was pretty impressive, uh, you know, to watch that. But again, I I heard you guys earlier just kind of, you know, making sure you don't rush back from an injury like this. I mean, he's he's 40, almost 40 years old. Um, you know, technology. I know the medical stuff is great right now at this point, but again, you know, your body will will will, will lie and, and put tricks on you when you get a little up in there in age. But it was great to see him, and I know his his speech and his words were pretty powerful. And uh, and I think even for Zach, I mean, you look at he's the most uh, you know scrupulized player on this football team right now. You know, it's, a lot's been put on this young man's shoulders, and it's a lot of pressure. The media, the market, the fans, all that stuff. You hear it all. To block that out and really show up and play the way he did, I give the kid credit, man. It's uh, you know, he's getting a lot of finger pointing at him. And finally he kind of gets some of that pressure off or really he gets a buy this week for himself because of his play.
1: So because you played in two different, very different markets, do you recall the difference of what it felt like to be a player on the Jets? versus the Chiefs in the different capacities, whether it was, you know, just, just on the field with your teammates or in, in terms of the media spectacles. Uh, like, what was the difference that you felt and how did you have to adjust your routine or your mindset as, as a result of playing on those two very different franchises?
0: Yeah, well, you know, in 2011, my last season in the league with the Chiefs, I mean, there was probably a third of the media in the locker room after the game, after practice. You know, there wasn't a lot of that, uh, you know, those, those big you know, social media outlets and and different things where you could constantly be finger-pointed at. Uh, And, of course, on the field, That you know, they're the nicest fans you could possibly be around if you've ever been to a Chiefs game. But they love their players. They love the city. I mean, these people literally show up every single week. They probably sold out every game, you know, for the last two decades at that stadium. And you don't hear those boos as much for you personally as a player. When you come to New York, Eric can tell you, it's it's tough you know places like philly and and those bigger cities there's just a high demand for 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 fans that just want to see successes and don't want to go through the bumps and bruises of what that comes with so uh you know again it's tough it's a mental challenge it's tough for quarterbacks you know when you're talking about quarterbacks playing in those cities there's a lot of pressure to answer the questions uh to take the bullets every single week good bad or indifferent. You know, we saw that from last year with Zach, uh, you know, not understanding really how to take that on as a leader of the team when he got thrown out there as that team starter. And, and you heard him last night really just as as well as he played, uh, took the bullets, uh, understood that that fumble was a big part of, of the game in that moment. To me, it wasn't reason why they lost that game, but you really you see a little bit of growth there. And unfortunately for him, the playing side, the performance side gets sped up. He wasn't supposed to play this year. He wasn't supposed to play next year. He was supposed to get two years to recalibrate, to reboot, and get himself back to maybe the guy that they wanted and drafted in the top uh, top pick of the NFL draft a few few years ago, uh, under the tutelage of uh, to, uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he doesn't get that right now. He's back and thrust it back in, and it's it's been a rocky one so far, but he 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 really showed out last night.
2: Anthony, speaking of rocky starts, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals—they're they're coming into the season. Everyone was expecting them to be competing with the Chiefs, with the Bills for that AFC Championship. They've got off to a one-and-three start, and their All-Pro wide receiver is is pretty upset about it. We have a clip from Jamar Chase after the game and uh, their loss against the Titans. I'm open. I'm always. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, Anthony, have you, right you ever met right a wide right? receiver who doesn't think that he's wide open every play
0: yeah listen I you know frustrations uh when you're one of the top guys you're used to getting the ball you know 10 12 targets a game um it's tough you know listen I don't know if Joe Burrow is as healthy as people think um be quite frankly he missed the whole training camp uh you know he really hasn't had that the timing I was like oh it's Joe Burrow he can just step in like you got to have that time to prepare your body this this is a long term game this is a marathon you know to be worrying about thinking about the way you do things throwing differently awkwardly you know taking some weight off of his calf the way he 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 delivers the football you're not as fluent as you want to be and you can tell there's just something not there uh, actually, last week I was at Iowa State. Joe Burrow's dad was a former coach there. I had a little bit of an alumni meeting, and he was worried about the fact that he's out there pushing through, doing his thing. So, you know, the calf is a tricky injury. You know, the dry foot, the you know, getting that that power. Everything comes from your lower body when you're a quarterback throwing the football. Looks so a lot of that's coming from his arm in certain situations, and he's not quite himself. And I think you know, you think about those things again. Just trying to be great. You're pushing it. You want to get those big numbers. You want to get the ball to Jamar a couple couple more times. You want to do those things, but you're also running from pressure. You're trying to avoid sacks. You know, the run game hasn't been great. Uh, you know, everything's usually on his shoulders, and we've seen Joe just step up and be that guy every single week for this football team. So, again, they may have to make a tough decision here. Does You know, do they give him some more time off, try to get him back healthy? You know, the, the caveat to that is he's not going to be playing. And he's going to be rusty. So now if you come back and you feel good, can that rush get shaken off and, and you can make still make a push in a division that, quite frankly, is pretty strong.
1: Uh, okay, finally, Anthony, uh, another guy who really has problems not totally expressing what he's feeling at every second of any hour of any day is Bill Belichick. Uh, He definitely wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he's not a happy guy right now. Uh, They have scored 55 points, the Patriots, in the first four games of the season. That is the second worst uh, for Bill to start a season of his career. So does Bill, in your opinion, does he have good reason to be worried right now? And do you see this scoring issue more of a Bill problem in terms of his ability to coach or a problem that needs to be sorted out among the rest of the team and is somewhat out of his hands.
0: You know, I really think this thing's been going on for not just this year, but for really for a few years. And quite frankly, since Tom Brady has left, Uh, you know, they bring in Bill O'Brien last year's offensive coordinator situation was a debacle. Uh, Bill O'Brien, who's a proven offensive coordinator, a guy that's had a lot of success at a lot of places brought him back. and and you still don't see what you want the offense to be. To me, and Eric will say the same, you just got to have dudes. They don't have dudes on this team. I mean, bottom line, they went through all these years around Tom Brady, around core players, and built up a bunch of other players and made them really good. Guess what? You can't build up players and not have dudes around them that can carry the football team, and that's what it is right now. Their draft, and the, the guys that they get, They sometimes they go out there and they reach for players, and they all become good players but you have the the assurance of a really good quarterback and some core players around the, on both sides of the football. I just don't really see that right now. And Mac Jones looks like there's a lot of tension between him and Bill and the team and what the offense is doing. And, you know, you don't, you don't have a stub receiver. You got a bunch of tight ends. Like that worked when Tom was playing back when, when things are really cooking. I just don't know if that's the recipe for the Patriots right now to be successful, but you know, you know what it is. Bill's not gonna change. They're gonna do it their way. They're gonna pride themselves on good defense and a steady balanced offense. But if you don't have that, you're just another team, right? So uh yeah, there's definitely problems there. You know, how are they gonna fix it? It's not gonna happen this year, it's not gonna happen next year. They got to fill that roster with some exciting players. Heck, we asked for that we wanted to see more exciting players on the roster when Brady was there from a skill possession standpoint. Now you don't even have any of that with skilled guys around a quarterback who, quite frankly, was off to a great start when he first got drafted, and now it seems like it's a steady climb down.
1: Got to get some dudes.
2: Yeah, uh, Anthony, as Coach Herman used to say, it's not about X's and O's, it's about Jimmy's and Joe's. There and you this- go.
1: <laughs> Getting some dudes. Get some dudes on the squad. Uh, Anthony, uh, we know you're a dude, and you are that dude this morning here on Outkick the Morning, so thank you so much for being here with us, and uh, we hope to see you soon.
0: I appreciate it, guys. Thanks outkick the morning will be right back after a short break stay tuned
1: hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting
2: Go to your happy place for
1: a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. All right, well, from dudes to the subject of women, uh, no one is focusing on the fact, and I think that we need to draw a little bit more attention to this, that Taylor Swift, quite frankly, is totally upstaging uh, someone who would would be considered her frenemy, Kim Kardashian. So Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift As you can all remember, they've had bad blood since Kim's then-husband, Kanye West, used the lyrics, I made that B famous, about Taylor Swift in a song. Uh, That was when he called her out at the Grammys in 2016. Well, Kim has fired back, releasing a video of Taylor giving Kanye permission to use that lyric, which you can also remember caused the internet to absolutely explode. And it turns out, in Taylor's version, nothing is better than revenge, because now she is completely outshining Kim. No one's really talking about Kim Kardashian right now, but Taylor Swift, no one can stop talking about. Uh, First off, let's look at their dating lives right now. Odell Beckham Jr., if you haven't heard, and you might not have, because all people can talk about is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. uh, Odell and Kim Kardashian are apparently hanging out, but the internet can't calm down, like we just said about Taylor and Travis. Uh, so no one is focusing on Kim Kardashian's rumored new love life. Uh, there's a lot of other things that we need to be looking at right now, because it also seems that Kim's reputation is becoming more and more irrelevant. Uh, Taylor is really untouchable, wrecking Kim K in recent Google searching. Uh, Google searches, if we compare apples to oranges, look at that. That's Taylor. hmm Look at that all over the place while Kim is is remaining very steady. I mean, that's probably still like a very high steady line. Uh, But right now, everybody is talking about Taylor Swift. And lastly, Taylor is making money beyond her wildest dreams. And at this rate, she's expected to replace Kim as America's top influencer anticipating her worldwide tour. Taylor is expected to add $5 billion to the global economy. She has also helped Travis Kelsey increase his Jersey sales. Those have spiked north of 400% since they've started to be dating. And to top it all off, Swift is expected to become a billionaire by the end of this year. That is outrageous, a billionaire.
2: Mm, That's a a whole lot of money.
1: It's a whole lot of money. And not to mention, and Anthony mentioned it, Travis, as a result of his now relationship with Taylor Swift, last week alone he gained 860,000 Instagram followers. Wow. So I feel like he's going from famous NFL star to now just mainstream celebrity.
2: Yeah, he's, he's definitely using this to catapult his life after football because he's going to be an all-around celebrity when he's done with the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah to have just started dating someone and suddenly everyone knows who you are.
2: Yeah, like, well, you probably just should on have started map. dating a long time ago. <laughs> I'm
1: like, damn it,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, the ticket sales for the Jets uh, Chiefs game, the, they went up in price as well. Yeah. So everyone, wherever Taylor Swift goes, people are gonna start well, making Well, I mean,
1: and you see that in a lot of uh, senses. I mean, this one is like, it's interesting because a lot of times it's the NFL player who elevates the woman, yep. right? I mean, a,
2: that's
1: a fact. I mean we just saw on Fox's friends Fox and Friends this morning, Gronk and Camille. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one would even know who Camille was unless she was dating Gronk. Yeah. Uh whereas Travis Kelsey, he was already famous, but the fact that he was dating Taylor Swift and now he's been exposed to the whole Swifty universe, I mean No matter, even if they break up, people are gonna know who Travis Kelsey is. Yeah,
2: everyone's gonna know who Travis Kelsey is. You should've heard the roar when he came out for warmups in the game. I'm like, this never would've happened if he wasn't dating Taylor Swift. But, you know, to go back to how she's outshining Kim Kardashian, I think people are a little over Kim Kardashian and athletes. You know, she's done this several times. Her and her sisters. Yes. This is the first time Taylor Swift has really ventured outside. Uh, yes, you know, this is a good point of her realm. Yeah. And went with, with Travis Yeah, Crossy. and
1: you know what? Odell Beckham Jr. is old news. I mean, he's not even. I mean, no disrespect to him, but in terms of dating someone, uh, Kim Kardashian, I feel like generally is more business savvy with who she dates. Like Kanye, that was a great business. Yes. Move. Uh, The sex tape with Ray J, Uh, not necessarily Ray J, but the sex tape thing, I mean, good business move. Because if if it wasn't for that, no one would even have known in the first place who Kim Kardashian really was. I mean, she was Paris Hilton's stylist. Yeah. But now, I mean, she's a billionaire, icon, icon, business mogul. Uh, So Kim knows what she's doing. Odell Beckham Jr., I don't see this being anything serious. I see it kind of just being a blip on the radar in terms of what she's doing, but... You know, no one's talking about Kim hey, and they that's really like each other. And that's the point. Maybe yeah, maybe they're really in love. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, right. um Eric, this has been great. Uh, we talked about Taylor Swift a lot this show.
2: As as everyone else is As talking everybody about else is. Swift. When are
1: we gonna be when are we gonna stop? I feel I like know.
2: I guess the next time is we'll it probably ever
1: is it gonna is this gonna go away or is this gonna be a season long storyline? I
2: think it's gonna be a season long storyline. You think line. they're gonna
1: date the whole season?
2: Even if they don't, we're gonna be talking about it, and she's probably gonna come out with an album called Travis. Do you so okay? We're gonna but be do be you think about they're gonna that. date the whole season? I think they will date the whole season up until the I Super mean Bowl? You know
1: what? It's kind of crazy because the whole season isn't that long. So even if they date over the course of what the next four months, yeah, that's really not that long in terms of dating. Uh, but wow, Travis, y- you did good. He did good.
2: He did good for himself. Shooters
1: got to shoot. That's, that's the moral of this story, right? If he wouldn't have done the friendship bracelet thing, if he wouldn't have gone on the podcast and talked about it, he would never be in this position. So, you know, guys, to all of you out there, dream big. The world is your oyster. The sky is the limit. There is no telling what you are capable of. If there's someone out there, you go after her. Uh, there's, you know, there's really no saying what, what could be in store for you today if you just make some moves. So, uh, on that note, I hope that you have left with some inspiration. I hope that you have left with some extra knowledge, whether that's about Taylor Swift or otherwise, but that's all the time we have for us today on Outkick the Morning. Uh, Eric, thank you so much. Everybody, I'm Charlie Arnold. You know where to find me tomorrow morning. I'm going to be right back in this seat. So in the meantime, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, leave me a comment, Check me out on social media at Charlie on TV, and uh, let's go from there. Everybody, thank you so much for being here, and we will see you tomorrow.
0: Looking for the hottest sportsbook offers? At Outkick, find exclusive promotions, expert picks, and the latest odds. Get in the game
1: at outkick.com slash bet.